say you go and develop a podcast and you be you you develop your status and you grow and you become powerful and you're up there right and you're gonna notice like developing conversation when you're on the lower end of things is a little bit more difficult some people might not talk to you some people might not care and i might even try this out as a an experiment for myself a lab a lab test so to speak just to see how i'm going to do it because i have some goals in mind with this whole podcast idea as well because it's got some traction on Spotify and Pandora and whatnot and iTunes, but I'm not leveraging it the way that I could. And mostly, most of that is due to effort. But so the more power and status you gain, you can kind of notice how the jokes that you tell become funnier than before. When you, if you told the same joke, say when you first started podcasting, nobody would find that joke funny. But as you, rise in power so to speak you suddenly have funnier jokes you're more whatever and that is somewhat of a pitfall in the way that you have to be honest with yourself about how you aren't you shouldn't put yourself up on this pedestal because what that does is it leads you to blind spots and there was a good quote that i got out of this course as well and it was from somebody else who I guess took the class and they spoke about it. They said that they had a manager who would take a list of all of the mistakes that he had made coming up to where he finally wound up and would have a secretary or an assistant take an email, send an email to him on the daily of what of a, just a random mistake, basically just to remind him of his mortality and that he wasn't above his own mortality, which I thought was important because I think that as you grow and as you succeed and you start achieving goals, sometimes that can blind you and you think that you're, you're the, the chance of you falling from grace, basically from where you're at high up is impossible when in really it's an inevitability where if you look at some people in high status situations that have fallen I mean you can just look around and these past couple of years with you have news anchors you've had you know I don't even want to name them but who have been accused of sexual harassment and they were developing on this all this power and supposedly speaking for the good, but as soon as they were accused of sexual harassment, it was like, bam, done. And even uh, during this course, I was learning about Tiger Woods when he fell from his status, basically. It cost a lot of money because of what happened with his, his marital affairs where he was out doing whatever um, because he was such a great golfer, you know, he's, the best of all time that rules he thought didn't apply to him. And so it cost him his marriage, money, sponsorships, a lot of stuff because he didn't have the balance between pragmatism and idealism. And there's two things, there's two things to that, right? Because if you want to develop influence, you need it at least to be honest, you have to have some pragmatism, but 
from getting from keeping yourself from being imbalanced and from falling back down to where you were at, you need to still maintain a level of idealism. And I think that's where authenticity is important all around in this idea. So that's where I'm at today. Um, I know I brought in the, the information on my laptop. I am playing around with the device that I purchased, the A10 Mini Pro. It's awesome. I, I love it. Highly rated. If you guys are trying to do a video podcast, pick up an A10 Mini Pro. So there you have it. Hope you guys are all enjoying your your week, your Monday. I hope you guys are staying motivated. And please follow me on Instagram at David J. Sherwin. I'm on iTunes, Pandora, Facebook, David J. Sherwin davidjsherwin.com. Hope you guys are all having a wonderful Monday and I will see you all soon. What is going on today, guys? Checking in with you today and this episode's podcast title is going to be about authenticity and I'm your host, David J. Sherwin. Hope you guys are all having a wonderful Monday. I hope you guys had a wonderful weekend. I know I checked in with you guys yesterday and throughout the weekend on Instagram, and I'm doing pretty well. And just going through some of my education courses that I know if you guys have been following me on Instagram, you will have seen the online course that I was taking from Wharton University. And one of the courses that I took was about influence because as somebody who is engaging in developing a podcast and trying to grow an audience, I thought that a reputable school in business and in influence would give me some strong tools. And it did. It gave me some wonderful tools for myself to think about. Um, it gave me a roadmap for the goals that I'm setting for myself. Um, I figured out my five goals that I have to achieve in order to get to the, the, the main goal that I want. And the way you do that is you write down five goals that you want to achieve in life. It doesn't have to be in any, any realm limited by anything. It could be anything that you want it to be in your life. So you go ahead, you write those five goals down, and then after that, you go through that list and figure out which one you have to do first to achieve the other four. I've talked about that before, and it's pretty powerful. For myself, I figured out I need college to get done, and I need some calculus in my back pocket. I need the ability to be better, a lot better in mathematics. But regardless, um, I like to do math, and then uh, if I if I feel like um, hitting some blocks, I'll step away from it and like and take a breath away from it and kind of fill my brain up with um, some space and some other areas for myself. And like I said, I've been taking this course about influence from Wharton University, and I got into some pretty good information with it. And I took an assessment about how pragmatic I was in situations and how I would approach most situations. And what I figured out for myself is that I'm more of a realist, somebody who likes to go with a set of rules over an agenda, I guess, if that makes any sense, which it depends. Both 
both ideas, like having an agenda that you're trying to push forward is not necessarily a bad thing, depending on what it is. And I'm going to illustrate that fact by showing you guys this quote that I picked up. So right here, it says, in the final days before the vote, I am the president of the United States close, clothed with great power. The abolition of slavery by constitutional provision settles the fate for all coming time, not only the millions now in bondage, but of unborn millions to come, a measure of such importance that those two votes must be procured. I leave it to you to determine how it shall be done. But remember that I am the president of the United States, clothed with immense power, and I expect you to procure those votes. So if you can read that quote, that's from Abraham Lincoln, and this was a quote given to the government, basically, in trying to procure votes with um, getting the 13th Amendment solidified into the Constitution, and he needed the votes to basically ride that amendment into effect. And so this is where going from being a realist to pragmatic, which is basically saying like you, you have something that you're trying to push forward and you use what tools that you have to push that idea forward to the best of your ability. And I think that this is a good example of where always being an idealist, depending on what the situation is, you know, for, in this case, slavery, where Abraham Lincoln wanted to address it and do away with it as it should have been, he uses his power of saying, you know, I'm clothed with immense power, and I expect, I expect you to procure those votes basically just leveraging what power he has to get that that amendment into effect, which is extremely um, eye-opening for me because as somebody who w does what they do for work, I, I like to kind of not really bend the rules, I guess. And um, this was really important for me to kind of think about, maybe for some of you guys to think about. Again, always staying sober. I'm not bending that thought, but um, just a real interesting idea. And then um, I'm going to bring up this um, little picture that I picked up from my course as well from Wharton. And I hope you guys uh, can appreciate this. It basically talks about the seven habits of influential people. So right here it says seven habits of the influential. And the first um, point, it says, pick your spots, keep others' interests in mind, be fixed on your goals, flexible on methods, cultivate relationships before they're needed, have the meeting before the meeting, don't accept circumstances as given, and see the world as it is and how you want it to be. So this is a pretty powerful point, in my opinion, that is made because when you think about um, being authentic, because that's what I'm titling this, 
and being realistic and being pragmatic and kind of combining that together, depending on what what reason you're doing it for, is an important aspect to kind of think about for yourself. So I'm going to go back into this. And again, picking your spot. Again, like we saw with that quote from Abraham Lincoln where he leverages his ability or his status as president to kind of get those votes into the 13th Amendment like he wanted. Pretty powerful to consider um, for those of you who are looking to develop your your identity and influence. And then it keeps going on. It says, keep others' interests in mind. Again, great importance. And that's kind of what I've been doing as I've been working on developing a personal brand. It's not really just to develop my own personal brand. And this is why I want to show you guys like the best information that I can is because it's also got your interests in mind. So when you're developing yourself, think of what other people's interests might be in building themselves up. The next thing it says, be fixed on goals, flexible on methods. So this person here, he was a UN leader who went to Timor Leste, I believe, and he went in and basically helped get the country's framework in order and so that it could go on to be a successful, stable country, which he achieved through means of being flexible by not by basically challenging the status quo and looking at how things were were set in stone based upon what was given to him and thinking of ways to work around that to get to the goals that he needed to reach. And then the next one says cultivate relationships before they are needed. I think that's an extremely important point to think about because if if you're looking at developing relationships before they're needed, then you're not going to come off as inauthentic uh, for when you actually need something. And it's not just your relationship isn't just about what you need at that time. It's it's your relationship is still more than what's needed and vice versa. If that person needs something from you, then, you know, have the ability to pay it back. And then the next one says, have the meeting before the meeting. And this is a pretty powerful point as well for myself as I've been coming to learn that there's a lot of meetings before meetings. So next one, don't accept circumstances as given. Powerful as well. Both, um, again, going into the idea of pragmatism and realism and thinking of a circumstance as it is and just accepting it. Do you accept the circumstance as it is or do you adjust and do what you can to fix things? And then the next and last point, it says, see the world as it is and how you want it to be. And that's been important for me as well because I've been, like I said, reading into um, business and influence and setting the goals for myself because that's what I, I want to see. And I think that's important. So I think that really comes down to a balance of pragmatism 
and being idealistic about the situation that's going on. And I want to bring you guys to this last point because I wanted to get it finally tuned into how we understand what pragmatic is and idealistic is. And I get this, these uh, definitions both from Forbes magazine again on in the first part it says pragmatic leaders focus on the practical how do we get this done side of any task initiative or goal they can erroneously be viewed as negative in their approach when in fact they simply view the entire picture roadblocks included to get the end result it's a linear practical way of thinking and doing and then idealistic leaders focus on the visionary big ideas it could be argued that they focus more on the end results than the path to get there, and they can erroneously be viewed as looking through rose-colored glasses when, in fact, they simply see the end goal and truly believe there is a way to get there. So, again, I took this assessment, and I figured out for myself I was rated at a 3 on a scale of 0 to 6 as um, how pragmatic I am. And then it or zero to 10, and I was rated as a three. So I was more of an idealistic person than a pragmatic person. And then the course goes on to show you what a, a, a typical MBA student at Wharton would be rated as, and they'd typically be rated between, like, towards a higher end. Like, the, the national average is closer to two and three, and then the typical MBA student was rated from where anywhere from, like, six to ten. And so that was, I think, interesting in thinking about how I approach my goals and how I'm working on things and maintaining my idea of authenticity. And I think the biggest way that I can do that for myself in achieving my goals, because I do see the value of pr pragmatism. And if I didn't see it, I'd be lying about it. And if anybody else says it, they didn't see it. I'm not sure that they're either thinking about it correctly or if they're just also lying about it. There is a value to pragmatism, as we saw with uh, the the UN leader who went and built up basically the framework for Timor-Leste and developed a country that would move on into succeeding. So that's where I'm at with authenticity. I I think that's an important idea to bring into into how you use that to develop yourself into an authentic leader and to kind of take both those ideas of pragmatism and idealist and weigh them and hopefully do it for good. And the other thing that I got out of this in, in this course, it was talking about how when you start to develop a position of power status or whatever here's something to think about right say you go and develop a podcast gonna drop a a sponsor here say you go and develop a be you you develop your status and you grow and you become powerful and you're 